Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Hannah. I'm Steve. And I'm Matt. And you're listening to The Gaming Lobby. Steve, you sound terrible. What's, the, what's going on? Do you mean my general voice? Or just, uh, the no, 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 the, my mic, voice. Okay. the mic, the mic. Yeah, so annoyingly, um, there's more trains to us today, surprise, surprise, in the UK. So, um, yeah, I'm basically at home recording, but I thought, oh, I've been a nice fancy mic back from the office and brought it back, but lo and behold, I didn't get the clamp for the arm. So I'm like, uh-oh, and the speed mic sounds even worse than this, apparently. So I'm now losing the infamous macbook pro internal mic so happy days for me professional right here sponsored by apple yeah <laughs> well for, for this sound quality i hope not i'm sure anyway how are you guys apart from that you good yeah yeah you're good tired tired of listening to your mic already steve <laughs> oh, i'm sorry horrible i know even worse um no. games 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 yeah so i've actually been um i dug out my nintendo switch recently because i'm playing it in ages i've been playing um kirby and the for God, is it Forbidden Land? Yeah, yep, the, the, the one where you can eat a car. Yeah, that's yep, the that one. one. <laughs> Obviously, it's great. I haven't played a Kirby game for years, and it's his first 3D game. It's very Mario Odyssey style. I'm really yeah. enjoying it. It's definitely my sort of vibe, a nice platformer. Yeah, it's really good. I recommend it to people who like that sort of stuff. Think- what about you? Go on, you go first, Matt. Ask me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, have they not made a 3D Kirby game before? Is that the Apparently first time? Apparently not. No, no. I, it's all been surprised. They might have done like Top Down or something where yeah. it's like O2D. Oh. But I think now they've got the... It might even be the Mario Odyssey engine, to be honest. I think now they've got it. They're just... I, a little bit like Capcom with the mm. Resident Evil engine. Yeah. If you've got it, rinse yeah. just rinse Trust it. Trust me, I mean, it looks beautiful. Like, when you play it, it really does feel like an Odyssey game. So I think you're right. It must be the same engine. But yeah, mm. I'm loving that. I'm not even going to bother saying what I've been playing because I've actually been playing Runescape, Runescape. boring shit. No, I've been playing Runescape oh. only a tiny bit. I've kind of trying to quit it. Trying to quit it. Trying to get rid of it. Good luck. Trying to, try to ease off no, it. I know, right? Trying to quit I, well, I, look, I looked at how many days or hours game time I've played on it and it's like 175 concept, like total oh, yeah. days I've, I've played, which is just mental, really. Half a year I've played that game. Yeah, so it kind of puts things in perspective a little bit, I think. Um, but that's it, yeah. Anyway, I'm going to move on from mine because I've been playing the same shit. So, what about you, Hannah? On to you, Hannah. Uh, Jedi Survivor. Oh yeah, of course. And it's just so good. I know. I, I, I heard the um the team that yeah, like they've basically just taken what Fallen Order had. So Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, Star Wars Jedi Survivor is the full name. Um, and everything that they, they did well at the previous one, it's like they built on that a little bit like God of War and God of War Ragnarok. It's like how have you managed to make it bigger than it was before? Um, and they really have. And it's it's absolutely lovely. I've got a lot of folks in chat who are really big fans of uh, things like Clone Wars, like the adjacent Star Wars media. Yeah. And they're putting droids and ships and stuff like that that you only really see in those bits of media into the game. Oh. So it's like fan service on so many levels, um, as well as just being a lot of fun. So that's what that's my big thing that's that nice. I have been playing. Is that that's only, a good one? Is that only on the PS5 and Xbox? You can get it on PC as well, but what I would say is there are certain scenes where you could like you could understand why they haven't done it for PS4. It is a little bit sad, but I think we did. This was roughly the year when we a lot of the maybe 2024 when a lot of the companies or at least the the console owners were saying we're going to stop doing stuff. I mean, it's got to happen eventually, hasn't it? To get always happens. Yeah, Matt, Matt, you haven't got a PS5, have you? I've been looking at PS5s, yeah. Um, mainly because I didn't know if Jedi was out on PC. I haven't really looked into it, but they're still pretty sold out. But yeah. they've got they've got um, 
the actual one with the disc in stock and the digital version out of stock. Yeah. I kind of want the digital version. I'm Do thinking. you though? Well, I don't Do know. Do you have, P- well, so I have PS4 discs, right? Yeah. So I was like, at some point, even though I'll probably never use them, I might want to use them. That's the thing. So it, it might just be worth it for that flexibility also if it's in stock like mm. true good point it's 100 quid for the for the pleasure isn't it of possibly exactly. playing mm. it so i'm but that kind of leads quite nicely into our topic doesn't it does Steve? it really yeah oh, we never planned this at all oh, that's my good goodness. so what's a topic matt uh am i doing something oh <laughs> the, is it me? the topic is digital versus physical <laughs> games awful intro, that was so good keep it in no shit <laughs> <laughs> all right Okay, no, 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 none of this. All right, let's get this back on track. Today's topic is physical versus digital. That's a professional there, Steve. I know. Note that. Note. And you with your phone. How dare you? (laughs) Just slice it all together. They'll never know. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so like physical versus digital. I obviously we both uh, we both there's only two. We both. We both. (laughs) We both. Challenge turned out to be a bit useless. It's fine. (laughs) All three of us have had that it moment. all goes around. It's Friday. Um, so obviously we have all grown up in an era where we've seen physical media sort of kind of almost die out. Um, mm-hmm. It's still around, obviously. It's it, in different places, but digital is kind of the main place to go. I don't know what you guys think about if you have a preference or any of that, really. Yeah, I think I do. Um, so it's weird. I've always said, yeah, physical all the way. Um, you mentioned about the PS5 version. I've got that as a disc version. I actually have played a few PS4 games on there and really enjoyed it. Like God of War, I replayed mm. because I thought, oh, let's play it on the, on the PS5 and get the better frame rates and stuff. And that was really fun. So, yeah, and the Switch, all my games are physical there as well. So, I will say that. But now I've got a Steam Deck, I will say, like, a lot of my games are now just yeah. downloadable. Yeah. So, because it's just so cheap, man. So, Steam sales are like two or three pounds a game. Sometime. And you can buy so, them in the Steam Deck, which just enables exactly, you further. Yeah. Yeah, it's dangerous, but, um, you know, like, yeah, so it's weird. So I'm, I'm still physical in the console world, but when it comes to, like, the Steam PC side of it, I download them all now. Mm. So, yeah, I'm on, on a bit, bit of a seesaw at the moment as to which way okay. I'm going. I don't know. I mean, I've got some history. If I oh, like come to on, man. Ooh, yeah. History buff. If you'd like it. Not a lot. I've just done a little bit of wiki, wiki paste. Um, but, yeah, so digital distribution sort of kind of came around, came in around 2001 with Stardock. And they released something called Stardock Central, which is like a digital distribute to sell PC titles. They're selling their own stuff. And then it was followed by like Drengin.net, I think, which is like a yearly subscription that you pay. Um, and that was in like 2003. And then after that, you saw like GameStop do it, Windows, Windows Games, Origin, Battle.net. And then 2003 was Valve for Steam. Oh, of mm. course. Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Game so, changer. Exactly. Yeah. And then by 2011, Steam had, basically about 70% of the market for downloadable PC games. So they just took over huge. So that's kind of like how digital started. And it started, it seemed like it started fairly slowish from 2001, took about 10 years to kind of gain a good traction of the market. Um, but I was looking at some stats, funnily enough, some stats. I've got Ooh. a nice graph here, which Ooh. goes down like that for sales. Wow, Matt, you're prepared. Um, which is kind of depressing. But um, so that in 2009, uh, it was 20% digital versus 80% uh, physical. Skip forward nine years to 2018, you've got 83% is digital and wow. 17% yeah. is physical. Not and that's surprised. just eight-year span, which is kind of depressing, really. Nine-year span, sorry. 
which is kind of depressing how it's declined so much. But I guess people want quick access, don't they? Yeah, I, technology as well in that time has gone the other way. So like internet is better, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. storage is better, like all of the stuff that allows for digital. Also things like, yeah, like Valve quite literally dominated the marketplace so early on yeah. with... Like predominantly, it was the orange box. Yeah, that's the one. I Wasn't it? You'd just be like, "I'm just going to make a Steam account. Yeah. I don't really have anything on the store <laughs> apart from the orange box, so I'm going to buy Portal One and Two. Yeah, uh, actually, no, oh. maybe Portal Two wasn't quite out there. Yeah, I think you're right. But funny enough, I had that on the Xbox 360, so I actually had a disc version. So yeah, actually, yeah so I actually did have that as a disc still. But um... yeah, it's, I thought it was just kind of interesting that how quickly it's declined, really, which is mm. sad because do you guys remember your first physical copy of a game or like? Oh, still edition got type. Have you oh, really? Wow. Go on, Hannah, what is it? It's somewhere in the room. Um oh, does that mean we've got to find it now? We've yeah, got to exactly. around the room trying to see it. And so, your game, Hannah Potter, <laughs> find the game. Um so I don't actually I don't have the OG stuff. So my dad still has floppy discs of no way. uh Disney's Aladdin oh and God. The Lion King and a game called Jill of the Jungle, as well as Various weird, like, educational things like Math Blaster, where you go and save someone, but you do equations on the screen. Brilliant. Like, that sort of nonsense. Um, he was very into enabling me because he realized he couldn't, he wasn't allowed to play games because, you know, grown adults don't play games. <laughs> That's um, changed. <laughs> he was living, yeah, yeah, I know. He was living through uh, you. <laughs> exactly. So he was like, well, I'll buy her stuff that we can play together, which just means, like, when, when, so, like, I would used to ring, and if my mum was out, he'd be doing flight sim or drive, a driving sim. Brilliant. Don't tell your mother. <laughs> it's fine. Gloss. Um, Gloss. It and it, it's, it's going to be some of those, or it'll be uh, my Tomb Raider 1 oh, yeah. CD. Oh, nice. They've got, you know, they've got Math Blaster on mobile now. I, yeah, he's had like a... He can, like, he can do it on the fly. I know, and I don't like it. Cause also yeah, American, digital, the, see, Matt, digital, part of the problem. I also mm. call him Maths Blaster, but I think he is American, so he's technically Math Blaster. And yeah. I'm like, I don't... It, that seems weird after a childhood of always saying math. I think mine might have been... Um, well, on my very first console was the Master System. Mm. So it must have been something like Sonic or um, those sort of games on the, sorry, on the cartridges. Yeah. Oh, good memories... At the time, it was a bit dirty, so they'd blow into the bottom of the cartridge and put it Which back in. Which apparently oh you're not supposed to do. Oh, really? It's, all, it's all those like lines. a long-running industry thing, because we watch a couple of retro wow. channels just for, for fun. And um, there we're at the point now, and this is, we'll come back to this with physical media, those cartridges are beginning to break down. The circuits, oh. the capacitors are starting yeah, to struggle. Even though there's not a lot inside them, it's literally quite often just like a chip, and that's it, and then this big yeah. load of plastic. Um <laughs> the amount of them that are like I used to blow into them all the time but apparently we don't do this apparently it makes it worse and static but here we are wow wow because I, 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 I did so. it with my Game Boy stuff constantly yeah, the game, yes and the Game Boy stuff just like right, spitting yeah. into the poor thing <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> hmm spit and electrics go hand in hand mm. yeah think, think about it yeah I think you're right that sounds terrible well, I was just going to say quickly slightly off topic but some of the physical games that are in mint condition that are kept in wrap Apparently, some of them now are getting to the point where actually they're going to die inside, like oh, the yeah, actual, yeah. which is just crazy. Now we're getting to that point of the age where it's like they're literally going to. Having said that, quite a lot of the time, a lot of the like deaths that they have are really easy to fix. You just need yeah. to know. Oh, fair enough. Um, so like, uh, for example, to name a channel, uh, Adrian's Digital Basement. Nice. Who, he's a Canadian. He does predominantly apple but he does dabble in a load of little retro consoles and things and um, there's a couple of other create well there's loads of creators out there who do it um 
but they'll buy like a, a bundle of like old Mario games and five of them won't work and it'll be the exact same floor but it needs someone who has like a soldering kit right. and a magnifying thing to be able to see the board to fix it and it is literally often just like one line break on the circuit oh okay but the problem is people just chuck them because they yeah. don't realize they're like it's done um or or whatever so it's kind of it's almost like a dying art because we haven't necessarily got that knowledge. Mm, I think that's kind of you lead that. I think Apple kind of didn't help with that. People were very helpless when Apple came around. Well, they were a bit more techy. Apple came out and it was like you can't edit our products. They kind of don't encourage you, do they, to like change the RAM or like put a new graphics yeah, card? Yeah, they've made so. their own. Uh, in fact, I've got an iPhone in front of me. They, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think this is still it. They basically engineered their own screws so people couldn't get into them. Oh, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, crazy. Um, so, into the phones, ridiculous. So people have become more helpless over time. So I can understand why people sometimes wouldn't have a soldering kit or like a magnifying glass to do their own bits of DIY. People have become more useless, I think, after Apple. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's also on the other side a lot easier to look stuff up and be like, "Hello, yeah, I've got a bust cartridge." That's true. Yeah, I'll do it a lot. YouTube is a lifesaver for it's like little home DIY stuff. So mm. I had to put up a shelf. YouTube would tell me that. So yeah, I mean, I mean, that side of it, I guess, is pretty handy. Yeah. Mm. Do you remember your first digital purchase of a game? Oh my god! Does ah. oh, DLC hard count? one, isn't it? I mean, DLC uh, probably count because obviously back in the day, I mean, I, 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 I'll allow it. I haven't got an actual. Like memory of that, but I'm just thinking if you actually bought um, a game back in the day and then the old C to come on, that was obviously technically downloadable. So mm. I don't know. I mean, this could be wrong, but I was just googling that sort of stuff. Um, there's a game in 1997 called Total Annihilation. Yep. I don't know if, if you remember. Oh, that. It's basically yeah. it's basically like a Command and Conquer editor style game, but like um, set like a robot sort of like place. Um, yeah, the pattern they reckon the pattern every month um, they had DLC for like downloadable content for uh, like free units. That sort of stuff. Mm. So, so that was quite a while ago, ninety-seven. Well, you oh. also had. Uh, so this is a bit of a weird one because, like, World of Warcraft, for example, I physically bought discs for that. Yeah, but you still had to patch it. Yeah, that's it. And you had like peer-to-peer -peer downloading stuff. But M uh, MOBAs, not MOBAs. Why have I put MOBAs in the <laughs> MMOs? A lot of the MMOs, I think, also kind of forced it because, like, Neverwinter Nights was nineteen ninety-one. Wow, two thousand and five. EVE Online was 2003. And so those, you're buying... And actually, a lot of the time, they would incentivize the deal whether you were buying it physically because you get like 30 days free game time mm, or something. Yeah, that's it. Um, and But you would still have to have a good internet connection to be able to like patch it. Yeah, of course. So I, that, I think like MMOs are kind of... It, also, obviously, this is very PC-specific because <laughs> um, that's kind of where, I, where my experience was at the time. Um, but I, I think when it comes to PC, you're already on the internet anyway for work potentially mm. or whatever you're doing, sending emails. True. So the step is a little bit easier to make to be like, oh, just, you know, digital. Or you're playing a game like EVE Online where mm. you bought the disc, but you still are going to have to patch it weekly, monthly based on whatever they've added to the game. Um, and then also we have all the stuff with like online services, like you get all the co-op games where... Yeah. Again, it's like, come and so, like, I'm playing Dead Island 2 at the moment oh, with nice. one of my very lovely friends, and we're having a whale of a time. Uh, the original game came out in 2011, so it's like we're kind of revisiting our experiences from over a decade ago. But it is those co op games as well, which kind of reinforce this come online, come and play mm -hmm. digitally. You Agreed. don't need yeah. don't need the disc, yeah. Um, but then on the flip side, I've just remembered The Sims. 
Oh, at yeah. of course. If you had, I think it was The Sims 2, if you had the most, you just needed the most recent disc if you were doing expansions. So four of us at school bought, not the, not even the base game, one person bought the base game, three other people bought the expansions. And we worked it out so that it was like everybody gets to keep, like you install them in the order where your disc is the most recent expansion and then you have all of them. That's such a good idea. Oh, come on. It was so good because it was like for the for the for the price of one expansion, yeah. everybody's got like five or yeah, something. Yeah, there are so many seemed expansions to be fair as well. So that's a yeah. great There is now. Thing. There is now to be fair. What yeah. about yours, yeah, Steve? Yeah. I was thought of a memory actually my first digital game. Just came to me now. So <laughs> I remember back in school, um, my secondary school and at IT class. I've no idea who done this, but somebody managed to hack into the the whole school system, and they installed Football Manager onto every single computer. <laughs> nice. So, so we spent most of our IT lessons, and there's also a game called um, Dope War, which is basically a drug dealer going what? around dealing drugs. <laughs> yeah. So those two games, I just literally thought of them now. I remember they're like vividly because like people spend their IT lessons if you were bored. Dope War. Just literally sit there and play these, these two games, <laughs> and all, all the teachers are like, "Who's done this?" They've no idea how to fix it. It's like early hacking. So, no way. Um, yeah, great memories there. I just thought of it now. I can tell you, can grow, you grew up in London. I mean, Dope Wars. It's a, it's a really oh old game. It's like God. a text based I can see like it. I've just looked can it up. It's all, that looks I really go, I go. funny. I can, still, I can still see your logo in my head. Oh, God. There's a picture of a person with a flat cap on as well. Yeah, that was it. That was it. <laughs> oh, I can see it. Oh, it's <laughs> ridiculous. So oh, it's so good. Maybe I should be advertising drugs on this. Uh, on this <laughs> yeah, possibly not. Um, Maybe not very live, laugh, love, is yeah. it? Don't do drugs, yeah. kids. Don't do drugs. Don't do Worth drugs. noting, it is not it is not the currently existing Metaverse project called Dope Wars, if anyone goes and looks it up. It's <laughs> okay. one from 1994. Yeah, it's an old one. So that's a, um, a really great memory from my school days. And that's why I probably got an E in IT, to be fair. <laughs> and you got an E in IT? What, they gave you an E in IT? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, no. They made us... Um, we had to all redo it again. I, I might have got a C in the end. That's but, quite poetic, considering you were playing Dope Wars poetic. and they gave you an E. Interesting. <laughs> Quite poetic. Oh, very good, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> very good. Um, I was going to say, I think mine was possibly from the Xbox 360 library, which is my first proper one where I downloaded like the Bejewel type thing, you know, like can- Candy Crush yes, gateway remember. drug yeah. type thing. I remember by downloading that. It was the first one I proper downloaded because it's like a few megabytes. But the other one was probably Guild Wars 1, which is where, oh, like Hannah said, on. you buy the yeah. disc and then you have to install stuff later on as well. But that was my first, I think, my first experience with it. Is that the same oh, Guild Wars? So now I'm thinking of, um, of the guys who made Boulder's Gate. That's completely different, isn't it? No, there's something different. Yeah. 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 Right. Although oh, Neverwinter Nights and Boulder's uh-huh. Gate are the same universe, right? Or are they? Oh, I don't know, actually. God. I'm not sure. Actually, no. I'm going down a church you have no idea about. Actually, no, I think they are because I think they're based off of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I think you are. So I think they're not necessarily the same universe, but so like Baldur's Gate, I know Baldur's Gate definitely is because... Yeah, 100%. Um, you roll a I D20. I watched the recent D&D film and oh. there's at least two times where someone's like, I need to go and reinforce Baldur's Gate. And I was like, this is very oh, weird. I, I... Oh, yeah. Sorry, Neverwinter is D&D. Yeah, Neverwinter is mm. one of oh, the big cities. Because I've I'm, I'm just realised we've got a playthrough at the moment. Funny, nerdy talk. But D&D, we're playing in the caverns at the moment of Neverwinter, I think. We're killing some goblins and some shit. I actually hosted my very first Nerds. D&D night the other day, actually. <laughs> Did you? I was the master. I actually Ooh. really enjoyed it. It was great. I was, like, the first battle, I was overwhelmed. I've, I've forgotten it all. I had it all in my head. And he went, what was I doing? I was like, oh, I was completely mad. I was panicking. <laughs> but um, every guy I saw on YouTube, and actually Matt, um, funny enough, and a few other people just said to me, just go with the flow. Like, don't get too much yeah. down the rules. So, so eventually I was like, 
Oh, they've all done us. Oh, they beat him there just to make them all feel a bit good about themselves. So, but overall, I actually was great. I'm gonna do it again. We did chapter one out of a four chapter adventure. Nice. It took that long, so we're gonna like pace it well, out. That's not so, too bad though. Yeah. You, usually fun. we're pissing about in the pub for about three hours. Yeah, I think that's that's it. my issue. Oh, you mean in the game? You mean? Okay. <laughs> yeah, in the actual game. Yeah, we're just messing around for like three hours because we're drunk by right. that point. But it's, it's interesting you mentioned about the um like uh, the updates because obviously now you have games. In, in a way, it's good because you have a game that comes out and then they obviously patch it. Yeah. So because everyone has pretty much good internet now, most people, you can just go, okay, download this patch mm. and then it'll yeah, improve yeah. the game. But but also, you have an issue where people feel like they can release games and they're exactly. unfinished. Like Cyberpunk being a good example, it's like a whole year to patch it. I actually think it's a great game now on the PS5. It's really I mean, good. There's mo- Cyberpunk there's, there's is a detailed, like it's beyond just they put it out mm-hmm. early. Yeah. There's multiple issues at the studio, oh, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. So it's like, a lot of the things where it comes to digital release and the ability, uh, you don't have to. So you don't have to produce a buttload of physical stuff, which costs you money, mm. and then you're left with it, aka the Atari ET, E.T. incident. So wasn't just ET. Apparently, um, it was a load of other stuff they dumped. But yeah, back in uh, God, when was it? I wrote it down. In 1983, there was a video game crash or Atari shock in Japan. Yeah. Um, and Atari buried like 700,000 cartridges <laughs> in New Mexico. Unbelievable. Right? Um, there was a documentary in 2014 where they began to excavate the site. They found only like just over 1,000 cartridges. Oh my God. Um, some of them have gone for curation, and obviously I assume as part of that they will be fixed, yeah. and then some <clears> have <throat> gone to a museum, etc. Um, but Atari were like, no, no one's having it. We're going to put concrete down because the kids were breaking into the dump to oh try and God, dig them out Jesus. back in the 80s. That's mental. So it's a, it's sometimes it's a studio-based decision. Obviously, in that, it, the that was the first time that there was sort of a sudden disinterest in video games and Atari hadn't. I think what happened was I think that um, America was beginning to catch up in terms of providing cartridges and also consoles. So there was a little bit of that going on. But also, yeah, we had this initial slump in video games um and then the recovery from there uh but that's kind of the decision that sometimes devs are going to have to make is like do we create an absolute buttload of physical copies <laughs> mm. and this is where actually digital's been so good for indie because they don't have to do that in order to even get a foot in the door so like um for example hades yes. you know multi-award winning mm-hmm. sequel coming this year um amazing indie roguelike game i it would have had a look in but it would have had to have relied heavily on someone like xbox or that going yeah we'll take it and then you're stuck within their publishing thing um but also as a result of that it's it's kind of a thing now we're doing the opposite where physical is um there's there's a couple of companies like super rare games for example mm-hmm, yeah. that produce limited runs of physical copies with little collector's editions um, and I kind of like the way that that's happening, where it's like, hey, your indie game has done so well, let's make something nice. Yeah. Instead of it just being, let's just like churn out the same disc box cover thing um, and then they'll just be knocking around potentially in someone's cupboard. I, I, it's weird because I think all of us are probably pro physical and digital yeah, depending on definitely. the circumstance it's a hard line to cross isn't it because like you said if it's boosting indie game and they don't have to put out a physical copy it's not costing them money to do that i guess we just get more indie games we get more exposure and it get them to them cheaper. as well 
That's oh, true, yeah. yeah. Like, I cleaned up in, uh, there was a, a sale like a couple of weeks ago for like digital tabletop storytelling things. Oh, wow. And I bought stuff like Sleeper Citizen, I think it is, which was nominated for loads of stuff at BAFTAs. Um, and it's just, it's text-based dice rolling stuff. But I was like, I'm going to get that because I haven't seen it. Chat have said some good things. It's nominated for some awards, so it's doing something right. And it's on sale. Even better. But I wouldn't yeah. be going into a store and going, oh, sleeper citizen. Yeah, yeah, true. True, true. And also, I haven't got time to go to stores anymore as well. Yes. That's also it. So it's like you come home, it's like, well, I'll just have a look. Steam sales always there. You get so, you yeah. see so many indie stuff as a category for indies. It is quite sad it's the way, though. Like, I really used to love going to Blockbuster Video. I used to yeah. love it. Like, that was like an event in itself. You go on a Friday night and I actually... I was doing, I was just going to chat about movies, but I've got games on there as well. Looking back, yeah. so then yeah, you go there, you get your popcorn, you look at the previews on the TV. You'd always have a video behind the video, so you knew there's a copy there. And if it weren't, you know, oh no, like that particular movie is gone, you can't get it at all. So yeah, I, I, I do miss that part of it. Mm. I mean, that's obviously gone into like more territory into Spotify and Netflix, obviously with TV and music. Because that is the situation, like. Yeah, I do miss going to buy CDs and stuff, but also I'm part of the problem. But now I'm like, Spotify's oh. easy. I was going yeah. to whatever album I want. Yay! So, yeah, it's tricky. I think the one thing that's come from it, and now this leads into my next question, but I think the one thing that's come from it's quite good is you know, when you used to, back in the day, you'd have like an exclusive steel case for a game. Yes. Yeah. Or like yeah. they'd come up with one exclusive thing, but not very often for many things from what I saw. I feel like now because digital is so competitive, I think they've had step up their exclusive bundles or like yeah. collector's true. editions. Yeah, so you actually get some much nicer stuff yeah. Yeah, you yeah. keep in your house that you can look at and go, oh, that's really lovely rather than just loads of boxes, yeah. which does look nice, but you get like the really cool figures or you get yeah. a cool poster. Like I feel like they've evolved a bit now to be more competitive. The downside of that is they can be quite expensive. But yeah, that is often true. Like, it's true. Sometimes they're hundreds they're... of pounds. Something. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. like the God, I got sent, thank you, Sony, you ridiculous people. I got sent the God of War <laughs> one. Yeah, that is sick. And that's got to be, I, I don't know exactly how much it was, but I £100 is probably a good guess. Yeah. And it's stunning what's inside. I've got some beautiful, I've got some beautiful D and D dice. Oh, like really? the, I, they're they're just like ruined and stuff like that. And it's that like cool. they are themed, but I could use them somewhere else. Yeah. Um, and just some really really cute stuff. There was no like big statue in that. There was just loads of smaller stuff, and I actually mm-hmm. quite liked that because yeah. I've got statue. Actually, no, I, that, I tell a lie. There's literally Mjolnir in the background. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. See just it this now. giant hammer. Um, <laughs> so I did get, but it wasn't, it's not quite as ridiculously sized a statue of a mm. person. Like it's, it kind of fits aesthetically or you could just, you know, if you want to use it for cosplay, you also could. Oh yeah, perfect. That's cool. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think if one of those ones, I'll buy stuff like that if I really, really enjoyed the game. So once I've played it and I've yeah. completed it or I play it again, I'll go, actually, you know what? I'm going to buy this collector's thing and have it on my shelf or whatever. So I think... Unless you're buying them all the time, yeah, it can be very expensive. But if it's a one-off now and again, yeah. and you see it as an art piece or like something you're going to have yeah, for the true. rest of your life yeah. or hand to your kids or whatever. And it's your franchise. I think it's quite nice. You know, that you're yeah. like, I love this franchise. Mm-hmm. Like they can do, it could be terrible. I'll yeah, still love exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Too many. It always reminds me of binging Steam a little bit. When you buy games, you just play them oh, yeah. and you get through yeah. them and you forget it's about them. It's dangerous. Like the first, the first time I got Steam there, the first month, I figured out I spent £100 on games. Jeez. Just like, I, I, do like, oh, I that remember that. That's good. Yeah, that's I just installed everything that I had done previews for. <laughs> oh wow! On on stream and oh, was wow. like, right now I can play five cottage core games that all <laughs> yeah. have a ridiculous playtime. Yeah, um, bed and bed. And, that yeah. one. that's a good one. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I think going back to like 
sort of like game and physical forms. Do you remember, what about memory cards? Do you remember those in the PS One? Oh yeah. So that's obviously like saving your uh, sort of saving your all your saves onto this detachable memory card. That's I mean, ridiculous. Massive yeah, as well. Yeah, it was massive there. And do you remember cheat cartridges as well? Getting like cheats onto this cartridge, you stick it in. Oh my god! So I was thinking about that compared to now. And you've got like, mods and um, obviously that like, cloud saving. So it's obviously a lot easier. But you know, yeah, obviously that's obviously changed quite a lot as well. How you save and cheat on games. <laughs> yeah, and like. The size of SD cards now, microwise. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. I, it's wild. Yeah. The size discrepancy. Silly. And also the storage space on them. Because, like, in order to... So, two two examples. Banjo-Kazooie. The reason yes. that they all go... Bip, 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 <laughs> um, is because in space. order to... Something had to go and it was space no on the save. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, yeah. So, that's why you get full-on music. But you get... And uh, it's the same with quite a lot of early games. I think they've gone, oh, brilliant idea. Mm. Um and another really good example, The Last of Us, originally, the lighting engine was too chunky for the save. Oh. So they had to rewrite the whole thing oh to make God. it work. Oh, my God. Um, so I'm glad we're not in that era. But, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I do miss the little, like, babby cartridge, like, yeah. just saving. Because so you take it around to exactly, your... Exactly, yeah. so yes. I remember. I had a friend with a PlayStation <laughs> 1, and I had a, yeah. I had a save cartridge. That's so so I just, like, hello. No, it would be cool. They could do a big version of that, but it's a light, and you could get it inscribed or engraved in what you want on it like playstation one I player you, one and you have your name and you i bet you alive. there's like 3d printers out there that have done definitely this. someone but that'd be it. really cool that's a challenge I'm, right there i'm it. gonna look i'm gonna look later i'm gonna make a quick note to find that because i'd love yeah, a 3d printed memory card that'd be amazing. i've yeah. seen some really beautiful like um because obviously the switch and that still has cartridges and i've seen yeah. some yeah. really really lovely thematic but also nintendo don't find them and sue them um <laughs> like branded like little so i think like someone made you know the the oh god what's it called the plant that comes out the pipe oh, oh yes, yeah, yeah from Mario, and it's yeah. like inside the inside the mouth is all the cartridges and you close oh it and my it god oh it's that's like, so oh, cool okay yeah, i'm gonna google that because i must admit um, i'm not a big fan of the switch um um boxes it's very boring they're quite small you open it it's just like a massive space and this tiny little cartridge is slotted in there it's like oh okay there's no like book or anything so that's uh compared to like a ps5 um I do miss those days. Yeah, I mean, the amount of plastic yeah. that's yeah, going into those things. Oh, as well. yeah. I was going to I was going to mention that because apparently they are, a lot of them are recyclable. So that is good, at least not just single use plastics. Mm. But apparently, you can recycle them. But then people have to so throw them away. That, yeah. Instead of going, oh, I'm just going to have like 20 red boxes. Good point. On the, uh, having said that, I've not thrown any away. <laughs> no, yeah, I've got, I've got them on. I do hope the next Switch will be back with compatible because I've got a lot of Switch games. Oh, it won't be. You, oh, you, you know really? it won't be. You know what they're like. Oh, it's no, oh, no. Nintendo are not oh, no, backwards yeah. compatible. Like, they're only just giving us digital uh, yeah. classic Pokemon True. and Zelda. Oh, no. oh yeah. yeah. And you have to pay for that. <laughs> Probably full price as well. Damn you, Nintendo. Yeah. With inflation on top. Um, so my next question was, what was your first, this is a weird question, but what was your first exclusive type purchase? Like when you had like a steel box for a game or... <sighs> oh my God, I had so like, much I think of what game it was. <laughs> I mean, like, what was your Still first works. exclusive kind of oh, collector's edition type thing? Or most recently you can remember, I guess. I know. I'll tell you mine while you guys are remembering. Yeah, mine was Medal of Honor Rising Sun. And they oh, had, come um, on. Yes. Wow. I when know, was right? that? But, uh, 2003, oh, wow. I believe. And they came out with, you know, the ammunition boxes in World War Two. Yes. And they yeah. had like the open yeah, up tin cases. That. It was that. So there's loads of bits in that case. So what I used to do, and the idea was you store your PS2 games in it. Nice. So you'd open it up, really cool tin case, said MOH. 
RS Rising Sun and then 1103, which is the day it kept released. Wow, that's sick. And then a nice green kind of mag casing. It was really cool. It was that I still have that somewhere in the loft, but that was my first exclusive type thing that I think I had. Yeah. Which is quite hard, cool. This is a hard question, man. I, can't I know it is. It is we a can, hard can, one. Can, You've broken the whole flow on. of the podcast, thanks. I know, <laughs> yeah. We can, <laughs> we're doing so well now, we're like, mm, uh, I'm trying to think oh. when they, like, collect editions and that came in and what I was... Because obviously, exactly. like, I get sent them randomly. Yeah, yes. it's all a blur. But also, I get sent press kits that technically aren't collect editions, so I can't count those. Right. Mm. Um, this makes it sound like I'm just receiving them every day. I'm not... <laughs> Um, but like I got, I got like a lovely little package for Dead Island too. Oh nice! And it comes with freaking margarita glasses. Oh, that's cool. Okay, that's and I'm sick. like, that's amazing. But that's not a collector's edition. That's no, just that's true. we've sent it. Um, oh, uh, I think it's gonna have to be something. I feel like it might have been an Assassin's Creed game. Oh, okay. Yeah, that I think makes like sense. maybe like Black Flag or Unity. Yeah, that's good. I might have bought it. Um, what was Black Flag? I wonder what that Pirates. One was for that. Oh, yeah, but, but I mean, Pirates. what was it? What was the actual? Oh God, uh, collector's edition. Like, oh, oh it, it probably would have been. So most of the time, it's the protagonist as a character doing something. So I'm pretty sure he had like a sword and he was on a mast. Oh yeah, you're right. He oh, was. that's pretty cool. Oh, pretty look cool. at that. Oh, I bet, so, I bet I can find that on YouTube. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think he's lost eBay. his swords. He's somewhere in the garage. Oh, oh no, got him. Um, other sport so of one. good. Other sport of one. Um, so on the PlayStation 2, Silent Hill 2. Yeah, no way. Yeah. It was quite basic, but basically you had like a poster. I'm looking at it now, actually. A poster um, and the actual case was very pretty on the inside. So. Collector's edition. Not an awful lot. But, oh, um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, do, no, I, I like do a little that. one. Like the ma- yeah, maps and that as well, especially if they're really mm. nicely done. Exactly. Love a oh, map. Oh, the maps. Yeah, I mean, like Games so at the Witcher. Games at the Witch. I mean, that's quite a good example of like recent games. Games at, games at the Witcher 3. I know it's pretty old now, but, you know, like yeah, so much of the map system inside it. Same with Elder Scrolls, really. I do find those mm. fantasy sort of games do have a lot of like, yeah, here's a map of the whole world. I do love. I suppose if you're making it already in game, it's yeah, just exactly. Print it on print a it out. Yeah, give, give I've bonuses. used them. I, I've been streaming. and I'm like, where are we yeah. on the map? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I can't like the the map in game has got still got like fog of war on it or something. Yeah, gosh. And sometimes they're really detailed. So like, I think Deathloop sent out one that had the map, but there was also like some postcards and a couple of other things that like layered it up and made it really like law heavy. It was mm-hmm. a nice little packet of stuff. That's I think cool. it also came in a folder. So it was like restricted wow. information. Oh, nice. Um, and then I've had like a map from Alan Wake before when Sick. the 10 year anniversary happened. I got set a UV torch as oh, well. I love that. And the map <laughs> has little things on it, like secret things. Cause in game he sees so magical good. messages. Oh mate. So I, I love those. Makes you feel but like then, a kid again, doesn't it, when you see that? Yeah. It does. I'll get but then I just store them somewhere and yeah. forget about them. <laughs> and then true. I find them like two years later and go, oh my God, all the maps. Amazing. And yeah. then put them away again. Um, it, I, I like I like that sort of stuff. It's it's key. Also, it doesn't take up a lot of space. Yeah, true. good point. Yeah, you can fold the maps, put them away. Mm-hmm. It's quite well, I've nice. got I've got a, a Shadow of Mordor collector's oh, edition thing. That's sick. Amazing game. Very sad we never got a third because it was going yeah. somewhere interesting. It was, actually. But, but I think it's I think it's Shadow of War or Mordor. And it's it's heading for several feet high. What? Of you fighting a dragon no or a way. dragon fighting an orc wow, or something. Or, not a dragon, whatever those things are. The flying Nazgul thing. Oh, yeah. And it's pretty, it's oh, pretty yeah. wide and tall. And it takes up so much space. Jesus. Holy shit. Look at that. Matt's that like, get sick. me it now. I love oh, Shadow of War. It's fantastic. Got, which uh, the podcast folks are just going to have to imagine. Yeah. Imagine this. Imagine. Picture this. 
a Doom helmet. Oh my god, look at that! You're joking. That is sick. That is fantastic. Oh my god. Slightly think, dusty, but I think uh, thumbnail thumbnail should be a one-off special with you wearing yeah. that into the mic. Oh my god, I have got pictures of me like throwing a peace sign with it on. At some <laughs> the Doom point. helmet, yeah, it's been held yeah. up by Hannah Green. It's very cool, like iconic Doom helmet, and yeah, it is yeah. huge. It's like it twice now. as big as Hannah's head. <laughs> it is a fully working. I could put it on my head. There are lights inside. Oh, what? See them. Um, so this was like part of the Doom Eternal mm. collector's edition, I think, release. Um, and it's absolutely absurd. The only place it fits is on the top of a bookshelf. Yeah. But it's it's really detailed. It's absolutely stunning. Um, like, feel free to, if you're listening to this, feel free to look it up. Yes, yeah. please Google but now. Google. There are some tiny lights that come on on the sides oh as well. Oh, my God, that is sick. It's very silly. Love it. Very cool. I love that you've got that. Because then, what was it? Was it Fallout 4 did one with the um, the boy? What's it oh, called? The boy, we've yeah. got we've That's also got the boys, the pit boys somewhere in the house. Oh, you've got them all, Hannah. It's all scattered <laughs> around your house. That, actually, no, that was my somewhere other half. Like in the first two weeks of dating. I had I went to E3 and that's when they revealed the Pit Boy edition and the pre-order. Oh, sick. Wow. And we put a lot of faith in the relationship because I was like, Do you want me to pre-order you <laughs> Pit Boy as well? Within two weeks, that's impressive. I know, and it was like Hopefully we don't break up because no. it's going to be awkward in six months when I <laughs> yeah. have your pit boy and also mine. You know those uh, stats, Shadow of War statues that you're talking about with the Nazgul fight and the Bellor? Mm. They're going for like 200 quid now on eBay. Are they really? They I'm are. Yeah. Dust it. To yeah, be du- fair, I've got a, I've got a, um, a boxed Buzz Lightyear there. they've been opened. That's where I've actually Oh, oh my God. Yeah, so that's like, pretty sick. Oh, that's pretty tempting. Oh man, I get love some this money. Stuff. When I get my own place, I'm getting, I'm nerding the hell out of it. Yeah, I was looking at suits right. of armor on Etsy the other day just for a laugh. To see suits, like, suits of what? Full, full blown, blown, full blown suits of armor, like a dwarven suit of armor that I could have in like the corner Absolute of a room somewhere. Nerd. If someone breaks in, it's yeah, like, right, that, let's yeah. go. Get out yeah. of this place. Alexa, intruder alert on. It's just me standing there in a suit of armor. And then the boss music starts to play from Elden Ring or something. So just before we go into our favorite part, the video game section, pros and cons of streaming versus uh, digital versus physical what would you say your biggest pros and cons are of each oh. and which one do you lean towards more so digital like, is obviously very convenient you can download it when you want True. Um, the con is I find like the social side of it going to busters and that sort, you know, that sort of community side of it mm. could go a bit again think about it you've got online anyway so maybe not um, <laughs> and yeah that's basically my go to yeah I think so like, as a variety content creator who can be playing between five to ten games a week. Yeah. Uh, which is absurd. I uh, And also someone who experienced like way back when, if you wanted a press copy of a game, you would have to wait for it to arrive in the post on disc. Right. Which is like, obviously, Long. if you have ever waited for a game on pre-order, imagine that, but like, I'm trying to put a review out mm. or whatever we're calling it, um, the stress levels. So like from that aspect, digital has been so much easier to distribute, to access. Um, I also use a lot of like digital codes for giveaways because devs send them to me for charity. Yeah. And it's a really good incentive. So it's like all of that is just a little bit easier to manage for me personally. Oh, yeah. So like, I think that's kind of the pros. The cons are obviously if it's removed from sale, True. it could be removed from your library. True. So um, I'm trying to think of an example of this uh, really quickly, Quantum Break, which is technically a Microsoft Studios game. Yeah but was made by Remedy Games, so Alan Wake and Control. Because it's not published under them, it's published under Xbox, it's in this weird world where it doesn't quite exist in the yeah, right place. And it, sure. it was it was pulled from sale for some time whilst they sorted that out. Mm. So there's that. But then, yeah, physical, 
I do like a bit of physical, but the space that it takes up. True. Um, and then also the fact that they can degrade. And also yeah. the cost at this point. If you want to get yeah. a specific game, yeah. it's going to cost you a lot of money if it's true. a rare one. That's true. true. So for me, I think it has to be digital, especially mm. with the Steam Deck as well. Like that's And you can try yeah, you can edge. try as well. Like if you wanted to return a game after two, three hours on Steam, you can do that. Yeah. Whereas if you wanted to do it in real life, you have to go to the store, you have to remember the receipt. You have to get that's into a long. fight with somebody. <laughs> Ain't no one got time it. for that. Yeah, did you play that? No, I did play it. I no, playing. honestly, I, I know yeah. I broke the seal, but exactly. uh, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> play it. Promise, yeah. I never played it. Yeah, that which is kind of annoying because you could buy a game and it's full price there, and then you go, well, I actually didn't enjoy this at all in the first ten minutes, and then you can't return it. Whereas that's why Steam has a bit of an edge. One, it's accessible really quickly. During the pandemic, it was ab- absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like that was where you could go and get your games. Otherwise, we'd just be replaying the same shit for two years in lockdown. Ruins game. And, RuneScape, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, don't still do that, don't at me. Um, easy to see bargains and sales. Yeah. Indie game exposure is really good. Yeah. Uh, more variety. I think there's more variety and it's easy, easier to search anything you want on there. For me anyway, I think they've, they've mastered that. Um, and I think on the flip of it as well, I think the more exposure that indie games get, the more budget they'll get. Yeah. Possibly as yeah, well, true. which I think is always so. nice. But physical is brilliant. And if I really like a game... I'll go back and I'll rebuy a certain elements. So like the Medal of Honor thing, if I can't find that tin case, it's on eBay for like 20 quid. So I'll buy it at oh, some point and cool. have it as a little yeah, piece track. somewhere. Like that. So yeah. So I think physical is where my heart lies, but my head and the logistic side of it is definitely more on the digital side of stuff, I think personally. Oh, very deep, Matt. Well done. But I hope it doesn't die. <laughs> I hope it always stays there. Physical always yeah, has to stay. So. For maybe the option I'll buy one one day. Beautiful. Yeah. Well done, people. I think that's really well round. Yeah. So we'll go into the next section. Quick into the gaming show. We're going out. Bye. Let's do it. Gaming show time, the bit that Matt hates the most. You always know that. The I'm base really good is, at it. Uh, we'll see. It's pretty simple. All we're doing is um, between the three of us, we play three sound effects each and we try and guess the what game it's from. That's basically just a fit, isn't it? Not awesome, and simple. Yeah. Shall I go I... first then? See how they're into it. Go on, make the other point to mate. I was going to say, I'm really sorry. This is a heads up already. Oh, God. Oh, no. Matt just claimed the game show. Come on, mate. <laughs> There's, I've not mentioned any of these games for my sound effects, and one of them is going to be really tricky, <gasps> but I'll give you a I'll give you a clue. I'll give you lots of clues because it is really hard. To be fair, it's unfair. quite a tricky one because normally we relate it to the theme, and I was like, yeah. we just chat about games in general. So oh, I no. think all, yeah. basically, I think all of our ones would be like, any game out there, so good luck. <laughs> there'll be more. There'll be more hints along the way, basically. Like, okay. Yeah. Same. Right. Say actually same. We'll, we'll have a few hints. Right, right. I'll go first, please. Sound effect number one. What the fuck? Oh, oh no! Oh, this. what is that? I'll remember it now. It's my own sound effect, but I'll remember it. <laughs> <laughs> one more time, please. One please. more time there. I'm sure Ooh. you have both played this game without a doubt. Without a doubt, big game. Matt, yeah, is it Final Fantasy? No, it's not. I don't know why I thought no, that. I, I, I can hear this. What is this? It went up pretty hard this week, so a few more clues. It um, really sounds like something from another game, but I'm not going to say it yet. But actually, whose turn is it? You just Hannah's. guessed. I, I haven't guessed right. yet. Don't give me a clue yet. No, no, I'm not there. Let's always... hear it again, please, Chris. It might as well. Oh, that's so annoying. I know exactly <laughs> yeah, what I'll the SFX is. I just yeah. don't know what game it is. Um, There's many that's from, but I think I know what... They reused that somewhere else, I think, in another game. So I know what game it's from, but it's probably not the one you're going to say. Mm-hmm. I think. 
don't know. Stomp. I'm just going to say it's not, but World of Warcraft. It's not, no. See, Sorry. I was going to say Medal of Honor. It's not, no. Hannah was more towards... that in there. Hannah had the more, like... Um, Close genre. in that yeah. fancy section. Okay. I guess <laughs> you have to give us a clue now, Steve. Oh, this did? It's a fantasy game. <laughs> oh, right. Brilliant. That narrows it down to tens of thousands. A massive game, like, redone many, many times on every console going now. Oh, oh, Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> Elder Scrolls? <laughs> Skyrim. That, yeah, Skyrim, I'll give you that there. Oh, nice. Yeah, well done, Hannah. Very oh, good. I should have known that. Yeah, I thought, you got, I thought you'd nailed that, you two. I thought you'd no, I Skyrim. didn't play as much Skyrim I could, as I could visualise the yeah. quest thing coming up. Yeah, yeah. I just couldn't like, work out which fantasy game. All right, well, anyway, I'm, I'm glad Hannah got it. Well done. I ta- I'll take a, like a consolation point in my head because that's definitely used in Medal of Honor as well for when you go into the menu yeah. systems and stuff. Wait, no. But that's I'm, fine. I'm, I'm the ref for that one and Hannah's got the point. <laughs> well done. Okay, so... All of my sounds this week are boot-up sounds for, oh my God. for things. They are iconic, so we should be good. Oh, Matt, come on. Matt, 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 Matt. No, uh, PlayStation. <laughs> Suck it, Steve. How dare you? That's my, my favourite console, you ball Same, bag. yeah. Oh. I used to load it up every time yeah. single day for God knows how many years. I so. get shivers here in that. Chris, can you just hear it all the way through, please? Can you get the chance to hear it all the way through because Matt butted in? Sorry. Had to win. It's beautiful, man. Then, PlayStation 2, right? And then the triumphs One. come in. One. There, mm. Oh, my God, the goosebumps. Oh, it's so good. So good. That's well worth hearing. That's longer than the second one as well, isn't it? second it one has got, like, the pillars yeah, two and then it. screens. Yeah. That's why it's so neat in the PlayStation. Oh, man, I love it so much. Well, that was a good one, Han. You changed it up a bit. Like that is it. a great one. Yeah, I love that. Oh, yeah, well, I was trying to think of stuff and it was like... Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah that is a good idea. I'm going to steal that for next month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, go on then, go on then Matty boy. It's my go. What? <laughs> oh, Matt, come I'm on. What so the hell was sorry. that? I really, I really sounds, thought I was going to mention it this. It sounds like... Thing. Uh... I, I take the, there's two words to it. This, the last... The first... No, sorry. The <laughs> second word is filter. It's a PlayStation That's 2 game. Second word, filter. Yeah. I'm, I'm so sorry because I was going to mention this today because it was the one that I was talking about before where you play an agent and you're in a uh, street I'm, and I'm there's so loads not, of cop cars oh, and you have to go into no a burning oh, underground. No. It's really old and it's my bad, but I thought we, I was going to mention it. Um, it's the first... Oh, I can't give you the first word, can I? Dutch to point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I agree. One is one point. No, because I was going to mention never it. never plays. Uh, I, uh, I will, cop filters. Might, space filters. PlayStation. Criminal filters. Uh, I mean, it was a, very agency. Shall I just split the point and give you guys half point each? Yes. Me? Uh, I, Fucking hell. I okay, it was, it was called Siphon Filter. I've it was never an agent game. game what, have you not? No, I haven't. I'll Google it later. Well, but... That's not my fault, is it? Well, it is, because now you've... <laughs> Just, again, disrupted the whole I, flow. I was going to mention it oh. earlier, but we and just got too into so yeah. yeah, shut up. Shame. <laughs> hey, never mind. Yeah. That was never a rule, so okay? That was never a rule. For that and minus one for Matt personally. But shut go. up, yeah. That was never a rule. <laughs> uh, it was never in the rule book. I write the rule book. Right. Full circle now. Back to me, isn't it? I hope yeah, I remember yeah. it. Go ahead. Yep. Matt. Yeah. Red Dead 1. It is Red Dead 1. Come on! The first one. Bell, bell, bell. Well, yeah, yeah, I used yeah, to yeah, love Red Dead 1. That's quite easy, actually. I think actually the first one, looking back, is slightly better. First it's game quite... me and Emmy played together on Xbox, that, and I kept shooting a donkey because she had the, the starter donkey, and I kept shooting the donkey. How romantic. So she get to her, <laughs> I know, right? 
True love. That's like flirting by shooting her donkey. Shame. Love a boot up. Mm. It, yeah, it's me again. So uh, here we go. This is another startup sound from potentially a game or console. Mm. Matt. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I beat you there, Steve. It did. Mario. No. What? It's not. Oh, oh I actually said that. Steve. Shit. Yeah. Pac-Man. Yes. Fuck. Come on. This came to me now. Shit. I, I, I was going to say Mario, but I just thought, yeah. it's not Mario, it's Pac-Man. Yeah. No, yeah, it's yeah, well yeah. done. Several oh, Pac-Mans okay. being found in the Atari burial site. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. That. And some Indiana Jones as well, I think. But, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Is that another shit game? Did that have five weeks as well to make it like the E.T. Yeah, game? Yeah, it's not E.T. did. Okay, I'm happy with that. Full circle. Well, round two, back to me. Yeah. Oh, oh my god! Oh my Go god! On. That that sound. No, I, I can't say it. I give you. I give you a hint. It's no. a PlayStation Two game. Oh, right, it's PlayStation. No. So it's PlayStations. That PlayStation. Yeah, that sound effect is. Can you hear it again, please? Ooh. That is going to annoy the hell out of me because I can. That I know the sound effects. See, I, I without Ooh. if you hadn't said PlayStation, I would have been like, oh, it's Luigi's Mansion kind of vibes. No, it's. The first three letters are the brand of a sunglasses. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> These Ooh, clues. It? It's really... Oh it's like God. cryptic it's crosswords. bugging the hell out of <laughs> Isn't it? Ooh. It's like, can I get the right sunglasses? Yeah. Oh, my God. Ooh. This is really, really Remember, um, sun, sunglasses brand Ray with it. Ray Oh, ah, it is Ray Man. Oh, it's not yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, you got it. I'll oh. give you that. I nice think so I literally played Rayman Legends like two months ago. Yeah, yeah. Time, and it's like, ooh. Again, a game I didn't mention, but How I was going to mention it. How could I forget about Rayman? Oh, oh no, Rayman oh, no. Legends, man. I actually played it on the Switch for like, £2. It used to piss me off, that An did. amazing game. I like, used to rub you know, the that music level when you're running through and you have to hit all yeah. the notes. Amazing game. Well done. Good game. Good soundtrack. Well, yeah. Well done, Hannah. Um, back to... Did you already? Yes. Yep. Oh, round three and final round. Final round. This is the hard one, oh. actually. Hannah. Yeah. Horizon. It's not. No. Good guess, though. Hmm. One more time, please, Chris. Oh no, Matt. It's not yeah. Prince of Persia, is it? It's not. But you're on oh, the right track. Hannah. Fucking... Yeah. Assassin's Creed Origins. Oh, don't. No, bother. it's not. Oh. No, Matt. Matt was near. I think Matt's. Was I? Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, it's a death sound effect that helps you die in the game, really, and it's yeah. not Prince of Persia. I mean, it's nope. Matt, it's Matt's turn to guess. Yeah. Anyway. No, that's true. Yeah. Is it? So it's on. I'm on the right track, am I? Yeah. I'll give more clues when it's Hannah's turn because I don't know how to get the point. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> well, Absolutely ridiculous. So it's a death sound, and it's similar to Prince of Persia. I would say oh, it's like God. that sort of style. Have you mentioned it in this podcast at all? We haven't. Um, there's multiple Brilliant. games of them. There's like there's sequels and stuff. Very popular. Oh, fuck. oh. yeah. Oh, how about it? Pretty modern. Pretty modern. Yeah. Go one more time, please, Chris. I think Hannah might get it over Matt. I'm hoping. Yeah, I, I think you're mm, right. I think I I'm don't know though. I'm it. doubting myself. I mean, it's more, I mean, I would say you've made made a, this game series for a few years, but it's still pretty modern. It's like PS4 era. That sort of time. Oh God! Oh, I don't they, know. I can't. I don't oh, know. Come on, uh, man. It's 
something. What, what, what's series. it sound like? What's the what's so the ambience, similar to Prince of Persia? Yeah, I mean, you know, not okay. Maybe it's a bit. It's not like the same time, whatever. It's Prince of Persia, but it's right. the same sort of. It's an adventure game. Oh, Matt. Oh, Uncharted. Oh, that's too easy. Yeah, I'll give you that. What do you mean it's too two. easy? It was nowhere near Prince Persia, yeah, you muppet. Yeah, it's yeah. sort of easy. It's an adventure game. No. Oh, parkour. yeah, it's an adventure game, but yeah. yeah. Exactly. Parkour. Okay, fair enough. Fine. Well done. Okay, well, it's back to you, Hannah. Oh, it is. Yes. Okay, oh, my last sound. Here we go. Matt, left dead. Come on. Uh, it is it. Matt, it is. Valve, Valve. It's yeah. Valve. Sorry, left uh, dead, Valve. Are we allowing that? Yeah. But it's left dead, it, Valve. I know. I, it, but, oh, yeah, it's every every startup sound. Oh, true. Sorry, have I got no points so far? Am I looking at it? <laughs> you got half what a point, Steve, don't you? I've got half a point. I, I can't you get, see it properly. You get half a point. for. I can't see you. I've come off screen. I'm doing the credits then, balls. Oh, dear. You might. Yeah, I think you are. I've got two there. Oh, actually. Oh, yeah, I will be. But go yeah, on, we'll, do the last one. Last sound effect. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Steve. Go on. Steve, God of War, surely. It is God of War, yeah. Come on! Two points. See, that was, at least that was an that. easy one. I've pulled it back. Was that, that was new God of War, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can tell it's, you can tell it's him. Yeah, you can, can't you? <laughs> All right, scores and the doors. Oh dear, for once I've lost. It's been a while, to be fair, I'll give myself that. Steve's got two points and both Matt and Hannah have got three and a half. Come on. Oh yeah. Back yeah, into form. A tire there for first and second place. Um, you know what we should have done? We should have done a count throughout the months <sighs> and do like a roundup of the year and see who gets the most points yeah, and who wins we'll, overall. We'll try think about that. That's fine. Well, so unfortunately, <laughs> you guys have now got to hear the credits read from my lovely microphone, horrible microphone this week, so happy days. But apart from that, thanks so much, everyone, for listening to The Gaming Lobby. Thank we'll you. Be back in a month's time. Um, and I wish you all the best. That's quite big for me. Wish you all best the best it. for the upcoming few weeks. Best regards, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Cheerio, everyone. See you later. Bye-bye. <laughs> This has been a One Hour Production with your hosts, Matt Taylor, Steve Kelly, and Hannah Rutherford. Our executive producer is Simon Brew, and our producer is Christopher Finn. Wiki, wiki, paste, 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 wiki, wiki, paste.